I am Lucas Mack, and I'm on a mission to see the hurting get healed and the healed go out and heal others in order for all of us to experience the true love and light we desire. This podcast is me sharing my journey with you so you don't feel alone in your journey. Welcome to the Golden Rule Revolution. Hello, brothers and sisters. Welcome back to another episode of the Golden Rule Revolution. I'm Lucas Mack. Thank you for joining. If you are new to my podcast, make sure you subscribe, like, click the link below wherever you're watching or listening from, and make sure you are following for the latest updates. There is a lot going on right now energetically, and this podcast, I want to get on and share my experience of what's happening. Um. I live in the Seattle area and it's incredibly dense. It's incredibly dense. And talking to people, first of all, I don't know one person who hasn't faced the ultimatum of take the, take the poke and keep your job or don't take it and lose your job. Every person that I know has been faced with that myself included. Now, there have been exemptions granted, but I talked to a really good friend of mine today who is um, a genius, really, is patent technology. He's um, a really brilliant guy. And we were talking about why not take this. And if you have, again, I've said this, there is no, like literally no energy towards you of negativity, you know, wish you well, wish you the best. Um, but if you haven't and you're on the fence, I want you to know that first of all, the devil owns the fence. And there's this, there's a story I was told back probably in junior high and church, uh, at a church camp, but I think it's relevant right now, not necessarily with the literal application of this analogy, Um, but what's happening if you're on the fence. So the story goes like this. There are two guys sitting on a fence and on the left side, there's Satan there with just partying and music and, and beautiful women and people and, and alcohol and just all the things. And on the right side in this analogy, okay is Jesus sitting on his throne and he's just sitting there. And all he is saying is one word, come, come. And so the guys are looking at Jesus. All they see is him sitting on the throne quietly. And they look over to the left-hand side and Satan just partying like, come on, come join us. Come join us. Come on, come on. So the two guys sitting on the fence, look at each other and, The guy in front asked the guy in back, well, what are you going to do? And the guy in back says, I don't know. What are you going to do? So the guy in front looks over at Satan and the party going on over there looks like so much fun. And then looks over at Jesus just sitting there quietly, just saying one word, come. He looks at Jesus again, looks at Satan and immediately 
he jumps over to Jesus's side and immediately a huge celebration. Like the greatest love music, choir, people, angels, like all of heaven erupts just exploding with love for the guy who jumped the guy that was in the front that jumped uh, over to Jesus and he couldn't see anything prior to the jump. It was when he made the jump that all of a sudden his eyes were open and everything exploded. Then he's standing by Jesus and he's looking at his friends still sitting on the fence. And all of a sudden Satan starts laughing at the guy sitting on the fence. Just They're all mocking him, laughing at him, mocking him, laughing at him. So the guy who jumped off first, who, who walked over to Jesus, while the guy on his friend, the guy on the fence is getting mocked at, he asked Jesus, why are they, why are they laughing at him? Why are they mocking him? And Jesus responds, because the devil owns the fence. That stuck with me or has stuck with me for a long time. The devil owns the fence to be a sovereign being is to not be on the fence, but to be clear and resolute in one's own convictions, which is the basis for integrity to be the person you are in public or in private at all times. That's what integrity means. And this thing with this coercion, this forcing, this, this force, really, is pressuring a lot of people to make choices. Now, will their, have their souls already chosen? I believe they have. I believe that they came here to choose what they've chosen. We all have. And if by chance you, my dear brother and sister, are on the fence for any reason, and me speaking to you can affirm you and bless you in your decision-making. Don't be on the fence. Be very clear because those who remain on the fence eventually cave in. It's inevitable because there will be no one left in the middle. Every single person, this is the time of choosing. I've said this many times on this podcast. This is the time of choosing. And what are we choosing? This is a good question. This is what my buddy and I started talking about earlier. What are we choosing right now? We are choosing consciousness over AI. We are choosing love over fear. We are choosing health over pharma. We are choosing beauty over the ugly coercion that is taking place. So yes, we are choosing quite a bit. And our ability to choose is what makes us human. That is the law of free will. So we are exercising our law of free will when we choose. And not to choose is to choose. That is a choice. However, what I was telling my buddy who's brilliant and is in the biochemistry world and is in the technology world. He's like, you know, there's a lot of things that they say that it can do once you get, you know, uh, once you get all the technology in your body, essentially making you an Android. And I said, 
tell me one thing on the planet that has been um, the quick way to something, the easy way to something that is good for all people. Meaning you could take steroids, get super strong and blow your body out and cause yourself massive amounts of damage long-term. You can, um, you can shortcut a lot of different things, but it's not sustainable, nor is it the healthiest option. I said, psychedelics in the hands of the CIA is a weapon. Psychedelics in the hands of a shaman is medicine. AI in the hands of the government is a weapon. AI in the hands of an entrepreneur that truly wants to make the world a better place can be beneficial. When the government has anything, it always comes at the form of a gun, a threat. That is government, which is why this country is so uniquely positioned. Because this country, the United States of America, and I know you're all, I know you listen from all over the world, and I bless you all, and there's no difference in our humanity. But I know many are praying for this country not to fall and cave into this globalism. Because this is the keystone. This is holding every human being, wherever you are on the planet, with the last semblance of choice that you have. If this country falls, everything falls. And I've been getting trolled by <laughs> it's one person who I grew up with. And it's funny. He just sees the world completely different. And he's angry. And I don't know what to say anymore to people who can't see the choice. This is, this is a spiritual war that we're in and it takes spiritual eyes. And sadly, many people who grew up in the Christian church or Christianity who have been wounded by that teaching and, and told that it is the truth and nothing but the truth who have been wounded in that <clears throat> reject everything on the right-hand path. A lot of people do. And then they throw the baby out with the bathwater per se. And I think that's what's happening to a lot of people on the left. They want morality. They want goodness, but they're angry when it comes to standing in sovereignty and choice. There's this safety and group think on the left-hand path, which is what you see in that analogy of the fence is people on the uh, over by the devil, over by Satan, were partying. They're all together. So made the people on the fence feel very isolated and alone. And I forgot to mention the guy on the fence couldn't see the celebration uh, that his buddy got because there is no coercion with God. That, that is clear. There is no coercion with God. So this coercion that's taking place is not of God. It's of Satan. This fear mongering that's taking place is not of God. It is of, it is of Satan. God is love. God is light. And in him, there is no darkness at all for uh, perfect love casts out fear. So I want to be very clear. This is a satanic plot on this planet to coerce, manipulate, and, and enslave as many human beings as possible. Why? Because Satan is about to be destroyed and he is going to take as many with him as possible. That's what it is. God didn't desire it to be this way. But God does not want to coerce any being. And under the law of free will, which is based in the law of love, everyone gets exactly what they choose. 
And the thing is, you can never unchoose this choice. And there's many reasons why people choose. The worst example I've heard is because I love to travel. And I say, what is it a profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? Other choices are, I need to feed my family. I need to, I say, sure, totally understandable. And again, I'm not attacking, nor do I think less of anyone. I'm here to stand though for those who have not yet chosen and say, stand in your sovereignty, seek God, know God, know the love of God. And the love of God will empower you to physically, mentally, spiritually, and emotionally thrive despite what the world of fear and control say. Religion is a fallacy. It is based in fear. Don't read that. Don't look that. Don't do that. Don't, oh, or what? You see, the reality is Jesus said many will come in that day. I've said this before in a podcast recently. I want to say it again. Because this has all been foretold. This is why the matrix exists. It's not like prophecy was like guessing. These divine teachers knew because they saw the matrix for what it was. Time is a created thing in this matrix. Even the Bible says a day with the Lord is as a thousand years and a thousand years is a day. Time is not consistently the same um, rate that it is in heaven as it is here on earth or above heaven or at one point time was created. So God does not exist in time. Time exists in God. So what was I saying about time? What was I saying about time? Hmm. Well, anyway, we are, we are here. This is the time of choosing. I'll tell you that much. Um, We are at this very unique, special place. And I've had powerful patriots come on this podcast. I feel like I'm in this in-between between patriotism and spirituality. When in the really what I know I'm here on this earth is to help heal the planet. We will have these healing events. We will reconcile, but it's going to take massive amount of humility. Um, Man, I want to remember what I was talking about time. Anyway, brothers and sisters, that said, this, uh, this is not going to last forever. And the pendulum is going to swing back. And when it does swing back, may all of us, I don't care if you're for getting this or not, may every single person be found worthy of saying, I stood for the freedom of all. Now, I remember what I was going to say about time. So Jesus, the prophecies are accurate because it's outside the matrix. Now, when Jesus says, many will come in that day and say, Lord, Lord, you can think of it like this. Many will come in that day and say, hey, Lord, 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 hey, Jesus. And his response is direct and almost apathetic. It says, depart from me, I never knew you. And their response was, 
what do you, but Lord, didn't we prophesy in thy name, heal the sick, cast out devils? And it's a rhetorical question because Jesus really, you can go from Genesis all the way to Matthew. Not one time are we commanded to do that. So he's like, yeah, yeah, you did it. I never commanded you to do it. God never commanded us to do those things, which is what modern religion, Christianity is based off of good works. But God said, I've commanded you to do two things. To love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, soul, mind, and strength. And the second, like it, is love your neighbor as yourself. And you love yourself. The ultimate love of self is the love of free will. The love of choice. So as you have a choice, to love your neighbor as yourself is to stand for their choice. Which is why it doesn't matter what people choose as long as they can without coercion, without manipulation, without fear, choose. But that's not how the satanic world is set up. The satanic world is to browbeat, manipulate, uh, uh, intimidate, uh, isolate. All these horrible traumas from childhood get played out on a grand scale. And yeah, it does take a lot of trust. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, lead not into your own understanding. In all thy ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. Evil, E-V-I-L, is the inversion of live, L-I-V-E. So fear the Lord and depart from anything that strips away the sovereignty of your life. Which, when someone says you can't work here unless you get something that goes against your sovereign will, Depart from it. This is a spiritual war. And you, brother and sister, are waking up to your spiritual power or lack thereof. But you will step into your spiritual power. Practicing consciousness to be in constant prayer, not to be defined by a religion, not Catholic, Christian, Buddhist, Hindu, Jew, um, Muslim, uh, she, none of it, Zeke, none of it, seek, <laughs> sorry, none of it. Don't be defined by any of it. Be defined by a soul that loves the most high God, the creator of all and wake up that in the universal law, there's feminine and masculine energy, which is why Shekinah in Hebrew is the feminine energy of the most high God, the Raha Kodesh, the Holy spirit shows up and the Shekinah glory appears. So the feminine and masculine, feminine receives, masculine gives. God is love. He, in the masculine form, always gives. But God also receives our, whatever we give him, our thoughts, hopes, hearts, dreams, past, present, future. So he can receive. So God is giving and receiving at all times. And the greatest act of love you can give another is to receive their love because it affirms that their worth, value, life, and love is enough, sufficient to be seen, heard, acknowledged, and loved. So we are in this time, prophecy told of this time. Many people want to deny this time. But the same people that are denying this time 
are also most likely on the side of who've already chosen now want you to choose to make you affirm their choice when the information keeps coming out, keeps coming out, keeps coming out, seeking you'll find that that might not have been the best choice. And that's why we got to love one another because who here has not made a bad choice in our lives? That's why Jesus said he was without sin, cast the first stone. This is about holding space for others to heal. This is not about indicting others to make them feel lesser than. And at the same time, when you're in fear, that's a frequency that will match. Everything that matches the fear frequency will match you. But when you stand in love and trust and hope and beauty and goodness, literally the energies that are so low, low vibrationally cannot attach to you, touch you, affect you. Unless someone intentionally sends curses your way, which then you ask the most high God to wash you in his infinite and unconditional love. And nothing can touch you. So if this episode does anything for anyone, my hope and desire is that this episode blesses the sovereign choice that you make. And when things flip and they will flip, they will turn and it will turn quickly. The whole 17 movement, understanding what's about to take place. When it flips, it is not to go at people and say, I told you so. It's about holding space and saying, how can I love you? How can I support you? How can I cry with you, mourn with you, weep with you, celebrate with you? This is what the world's going to need. It does not need uh, people to celebrate being right. It needs people to honor the soul within each of us. Okay. This is very important, very important. And when the illusion of left and right, when the illusion of politics, when the illusion of religion, when the illusion of all this goes away and fades away into the history books, all that will be left is our naked soul. And my question to you is, is your soul fully expressed right now? If it's not, it's because there's unhealed trauma. There's unhealed components of your life. There's anger. There's judgment, resentment, bitterness. This doesn't mean you have to be in relationship with every person. This just means that you don't hold account to any person that has ever done you wrong or you have done wrong to another. And it's coming to your brothers and sisters. So just know that you're not alone. Everything's going to be okay. It is going to get a little darker, much darker, but it won't last forever. And if you need encouragement, go back and listen to this episode again and again and again, if you need it. God is 
unconditionally loving, which means he gives every person exactly what they choose. It's not about the feeling, okay? This is about the giving, ahava in Hebrew, to give. God is love. God is ahava. God gives. All right, that's it. I bless you all. Make sure you like, subscribe, share this message, rate this podcast. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, go ahead, please like and subscribe and share, comment. If you have questions, if you want to hear future guests that have been on the show or anyone you think I need to get on, um, comment me, message me. And if you're looking for coaching during this time, reach out to me through my website, lucasmack.com. Um, a lot of clients are experiencing a lot of different issues. We work through all this stuff. It's it sovereignty and healing and personal power and authority is available to every single one of us. We just have to do the work. We have to get honest with ourselves. So if you need support and coaching, reach out to me. I love you all. I bless you all. I'm Lucas Mack. This is the golden rule revolution. And I'll talk to you on the next episode. Thank you brothers and sisters for listening for support in your journey. Go to my website, lucasmack.com. Dot com.